0: Welcome to Creepy Cases and Spooky Spaces. I'm your host, Cassie Opea. You can find new episodes every Friday on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to follow along on Instagram and Facebook for all future updates at creepycases.spookyspaces. Due to the nature of this show, some of the details can get pretty graphic, so listener, discretion is advised. Today I'm going to be telling you about another destination on the Cassiopeia bucket list. A grand place that's actually listed on the National Register of Historic Places located about five miles from the entrance to the Rocky Mountain National Park a 142-room grand hotel that actually offers four different types of room accommodations. Has quite the extensive list of paranormal activity encounters. And is actually the inspiration for one of the world's creepiest books ever written. Today's episode is about the Stanley Hotel, located in Estes Park, Colorado. Freeland Oscar Stanley of Stanley Steamer and his wife, Flora, arrived in Estes Valley, Colorado, in 1903. Freeland was weak and essentially dying from symptoms of consumption. If you don't know what that is, it's pulmonary tuberculosis. His doctor actually gave him only six months to live. To their surprise, one visit here actually restored his health, and by 1907, it was actually better than it was before. They were so amazed that they vowed to return every summer for the rest of his life. And he actually lived to be 91, dying of a heart attack in 1941, one year after his wife, Flora. Now, the only problem that they had was they were used to the more bustling society of the East Coast. And the small town community of Estes Park offered very little in the ways of stimulation for the couple. So, Freeland and Flora decided to build a beautiful hotel. In 1908, they purchased the land from Earl Lord Dunraven, who was actually run out of town after trying to swindle the town folk out of their land and their money. The Stanley Hotel opened on July 4th, 1909. Guests were blown away as they pulled up to the site. In the middle of the nowhere wilderness stood a grandiose hotel that reminded them of the posh hotels back home. Electric lights, telephones, In-suite bathrooms, a staff of servants, and a fleet of automobiles at their hands were uncommon at the time in the Western areas. Needless to say, the hotel flourished. But by the 1970s, the hotel began to fade away, due to lack of care and funding. It didn't have heat, and it didn't have air conditioning, which was a pretty big downfall back in those days. I mean, it's a pretty big downfall now. And something that may have saved the hotel was a 1977 visit from well, one of my favorite authors, Stephen King. He actually may have saved the building as it was set for demolish until it inspired one of the best-selling novels, The Shining. Not only known for old-world charm and top class service, the Stanley Hotel is also known for its paranormal activity that folks still encounter today. And while most of the spirits are to this day unknown, the most prominent that we've seen is Freeland himself. Often seen in the lobby and his favorite room in life, the billiards room, where he has actually popped in behind guests during tours. It's also been said that he's been seen walking through the bar, only to disappear when employees have tried to keep him from entering the kitchen. Flora also visits the hotel, probably trying to keep close to Freelan, but also playing her beloved piano. They say you can hear music coming from the room and even see the keys moving, but as soon as anyone gets close enough to investigate, the music stops. Many rooms of the hotel are reported to be haunted. Room 407 has said to have visits from Lord Dunraven, perhaps still holding on to the land that he was torn away from. They say he likes to stand near the bathroom door and guests have witnessed a light that turns on and off on its own. One couple actually reached out to the spirit saying they knew he was there and they wouldn't be staying long, but They'd appreciate it if he could leave the light on. And he obliged. Although later when that same couple was trying to sleep, they kept hearing noises coming from an elevator near their room, only to be told that the elevator wasn't in service. There's also been a face seen in the window when the room was vacant. Room 418 has reports of strange noises when no one is staying in the room, sleeping impressions on the bed when it's completely empty, and oftentimes guests can hear children in the hallway late at night. One couple actually complained about children playing loudly upon checkout the next day, only to be told that there were no children staying at the hotel at the time. A child, who has been seen in various areas of the hotel, has been reported. Stephen King says he also saw the child, who was calling out to his nanny, on the second floor. Our creepy case continues after a word from our sponsor. In 1977, Stephen King and his wife, Tabitha, were living in Boulder, Colorado king states that he was struggling a little bit with his project Darkshine and was looking for a little isolation to work on it. After hearing about the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, they were pretty anxious to check it out. As the hotel was closing for the season the next day, the kings found... They were the only guests in the large hotel. They were actually served dinner in a completely empty room with chairs on all but their table. Tabitha retreated to their room, number 217, shortly after dinner, while Stephen decided to wander the hallways and even visited Grady. In the hotel bar. King states that he actually had a nightmare about their son being chased by a fire hose in the hotel, which jerked him away. He got out of bed, lit a cigarette, and there he created the bones of the shining. Room number 217 has become the most requested room by visitors. In 1911, there was a major storm in the area, and the head housekeepers were lighting the lanterns when there was a major explosion. Elizabeth Wilson was blasted through the floor into the dining room below with only broken ankles she still spends her afterlife seeing the room is kept up to standard. Guests have reported items being moved, luggage being unpacked, lights being turned on and off. And I guess you could say that Elizabeth is not a fan of unwed couples sleeping in the same bed as Guests have reported extremely cold force come between them in the middle of the night, and they actually have found the men's luggage packed and by the door the next day. Actor Jim Carrey actually stayed in this room when filming Dumb and Dumber, and he was so spooked he ran from the room half-naked in the middle of the night and some of the film crew said that they were also highly creeped out. The fourth floor seems to be a busy spot for ghost activity. Children can be heard playing and running up and down the halls. Closet doors open and close by themselves. Over a hundred years ago, the fourth floor was just an attic, but it became lodging to female employees, children, and nannies. Footsteps can be heard in room 428. Furniture can also be seen moved around. And a friendly cowboy who stands at the foot of the bed. While there's no record of uh, any cowboys dying at the hotel, people believe him to be... Rocky Mountain Jim Nugent, an Estes Park guide. Actually, he was one of the first in the area. Rocky Mountain Jim passed away in 1874, pardon me, after being shot outside his rival, Griffin Evans' home. See, Jim was in love with Evan's daughter, who had eyes for someone else. Could it be that he was just looking for his long-lost love that he never found in life? A lot of people believe that it's him because every now and again, he'll give the women in the room a ghostly smooch. There's actually a pet cemetery on the grounds that I kind of wanted to touch a little bit on because while there's not really any major activity, there is a cat named Comanche and a golden retriever named Cassie who roam the grounds. The staircase in the lobby has become known as the vortex as it holds the most amount of paranormal activity. It's said that it could possibly be a portal from our world to the next. Various cold spots, dizzy guests, and the feeling that something has just walked through their bodies. Orbs and distortions have been caught on camera and even the Stanleys have been seen standing hand-in-hand watching over hotel production. The concert hall, Flora's favorite spot where she plays her piano, features a trap door and the lower level used to house a bowling alley that it has since been removed. Paul, who used to enforce the 11 o'clock curfew, is often heard telling guests to get out late at night. A construction worker once said he felt he was being nudged until he finally left the room. And it's also said that Paul loves when the tours come through. And if you ask, he'll actually make your flashlight flicker. If you take the 75-minute historic tour, you actually get to visit the underground caves. It was once used as a way for employees to get around the hotel quickly, and sources say one may still be down there. They say you can actually smell baked goods that have no source as to where the smell could come from. They say that maybe the pastry staff is still utilizing the tunnels to distribute his desserts. There's also a gray cat with glowing eyes seen from time to time. In 2015, a hedge maze was actually installed where the long driveway used to be. Um, they say it's a way to connect the hotel to the movie The Shining. And while no ghosts have ever been seen in the maze itself, people report feeling panicky, as if someone is watching them and have trouble breathing while they're trying to find their way out. So if you're an adventure seeker, a paranormal enthusiast, or even just a nature lover, the Stanley Hotel should be on your destination list if it isn't already. Tours are offered daily in each area offers a different and unique experience for all who visit. I know that I absolutely cannot wait. So, tell me your thoughts. Have you ever visited the Stanley Hotel? Who do you think some of these ghosts are? Where would they have come from if... Not many people have died in the hotel. What holds them to that area? Feel free to send me a message through the Anchor FM podcast website. Um, You can shoot me an email at creepycases.spookyspaces at gmail.com. Or if you're following me on Facebook and or Instagram, feel free to message me there. I would love to have some discussions about the Stanley Hotel. Creepy Cases and Spooky Spaces with Cassiopeia is an Ink and Memory production. Content researched and written by Cassiopeia. Audio editing done by Ink and Memory Productions. You can find new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartMedia, or your favorite podcast platform. If you'd like to join the discussion, recommend a creepy case or a spooky space, or join me on a future episode to discuss all of the above, you can reach out through the anchor.fm podcast page. You can send me a message on Instagram and or Facebook at creepycases.spookyspaces, or you can send me an email at creepycases.spookyspaces at gmail.com. If you'd like to help support the podcast, always appreciated, you can do so through the anchor.fm podcast page.